forever. Dog. This is Nicole's Gazinella. the show like a lot of times Who is gonna be chief of surgery Shana Rhymes wrote the show and it is really really good Meredith Gray Welcome to the second episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I am so happy that people seem to be listening to this and liking it. I can't tell you how much I need and cherish the approval of my fellow Grey's fans. So please, um, if you're listening and if you like the podcast, keep tweeting at me at N Silverberg, but also... It would mean a lot to me, and I know this is actually crazy and kind of psycho, but it would kind of mean a lot to me if you subscribed and rated and reviewed because I can't explain it, but it's like podcast stuff. It matters. But also, personally, it does kind of matter to me because I need attention. We'll delve into that later. Anyway, let's get straight to the episode. I'm so excited. This episode was with Sam Reese, who's an incredible comedian, a great friend, but she also started Grey's just over this past summer. And I really wanted to talk to her about like what her impression was of the characters and things like that. So this was actually the first episode we recorded. We recorded it before Bowen, which is a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, So I hope that you enjoy and yeah. Hi, welcome to Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I'm Nicole, and this is a podcast about Grey's Anatomy. It's all very straightforward, unlike the world of Grey's Anatomy, in which everything is topsy-turvy more often than not. It's true. Um, I was like, that's not necessarily true, but I was like, no, it's a complex show. Um, My guest today is, she's one half of Girls With Brown Hair. You've seen her all over New York on the comedy scene. And she is famously new to Grey's Anatomy. Please open up your ears for Sam Reese. Uh, Hi. (laughs) feel like a new intern in oh my gosh. Well, I don't I, I don't know what you mean um I guess we'll find out <laughs> so you texted me over the summer mm-hmm. saying that you were starting to watch Grey's and now I've never been proposed to and I've never won a big award but it's hard for me to believe that the feelings are as good when those things happen as I felt when you told me you were starting to watch Grey's because I feel like it is so rare to meet someone willing in their adult life to invest the time and energy. And in- to keep you abreast of everything I feel and think. Well, that I think is, <laughs> is a result of me bullying you more than anything Definitely else. Definitely bullied into it, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, you know, I was... I just wanted to thank you, honestly. Oh my God. I wanted to start out by thanking you uh, for wow. bringing me into this community. It's a beautiful community. Uh, one that, you know, I'm actually a little far away from it because I'm not quite caught up. Yes, yes. But the community, I can see it. I'm maybe a thousand, um, you know, feet away. I'm hiking towards it. It's right? so nuts that this is a medical procedural that you can spoil. There there are so many, there are more spoiler alerts, I think, required in, in Grey's than like in Breaking Bad. Because nothing is ever insignificant. No, everything matters. Every single And every character, they're on the chopping block. And they might come back. You don't know. That is so true. Well, so one, one thing about this pod is that it's kind of like a, a spoiler zone, so to speak. Like I- We'll we'll talk about we'll talk about any old thing. I can from, give you a spoiler alert soundbite right now. Oh if, yeah, if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, spo- spo- spoiler. <laughs> yeah, thank it's you. not Grey's Anatomy themed at all, but no, but it's, it's subtle, and I love soon. that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I will say that I won't spoil anything beyond what you've seen in this episode because I think that would be just like 
so rude. It'd be rude. I wouldn't want that for anyone who's going to embark on a journey like mine. No, no. Okay, so the question that I'd love to start out with is, what what is your grace journey? Wow. Hashtag my grace journey. Mm-hmm. Share yours, everyone on social. Um, I learned something about myself this year, which is that when I go through a breakup, <laughs> I must required by law, binge at least 10 seasons of something. <laughs> and I honestly don't remember how we had maybe talked about it at some point. I, yeah. I wish I could remember the I'm moment. always talking about Grey's Anatomy, which is why this podcast is such a good thing for me, like in my relationships That's true. in my I, life. Because, I love this for you. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> it's really a place to concentrate that entire facet of my personality. Are you worried you won't have things to talk about with people now? Yes, 100%. Yeah, I'm truly concerned. I'll, I'll be thinking about you. Thank you so much. Uh, well, back to my Grey's journey. I, yes. Um, so I texted you. I said, I think I'm going to start tonight, I believe. We could scroll back. It's too much, honestly. It's honestly it, too much. It's too much. Uh, but I, I started watching it after a breakup. And I was so excited because there are at we're, we're at the time 14 seasons which wow. is and look at us now the perfect amount of seasons if you ask me you get 14 <laughs> you make it 15 if I'm there I'm in <laughs> okay all right uh and I mean right out the gate it's it really pulls you in yes you know you connect with all all the characters in your own way you see yourself reflected in all of them well that's what I actually wanted to ask you about because I started watching Grey's when I was in high school I wasn't I was probably like three seasons behind when I first started. And I did not relate to every character, mm-hmm. namely Meredith Grey. Wow. When I first started watching, to me, Meredith was like, she wasn't charismatic or interesting. I didn't understand why she was upset all the time. And I've rewatched the series, obviously, several times. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, no, she's just someone with trauma. <laughs> like, oh, she... So much she trauma. <laughs> and will never be someone who doesn't ever not have trauma. <laughs> Continues to make new traumas. Yes. You yeah. Know. You know, she goes to therapy and then they create new traumas for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. 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 I didn't watch any Grays in high school, but I did feel like I was introduced to private practice. My mom was really into private practice. So I had no idea what was going on. So honestly, when private practices lead character, you know, comes in. Are mm-hmm. we allowed to say it? Oh, yeah. Addison. Addison Montgomery. So when she stepped in, I was like, hold on. Uh, is this based on private practice? Oh, and then I figured it out. Something else I didn't realize in high school <laughs> that's fucking insane is that they gave her a spinoff after like two seasons. She, to me, is like an iconic base, like base core character of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And she was barely on it she's you know she's a whisper she pops in at pretty significant moments and then pops out yeah and you know it's all related to meredith plots i know and pushing her story forward so yeah it is interesting they must have really believed in her yeah okay so (laughs) what were your characters that you like instantly were like yes i love this person and then were there any where you really had to come around to them yes yes i feel like i was an early george gal that's amazing. To yeah. Me. I there's something about him. He was funny, a little, you know, dorky, just uh-huh. like couldn't quite figure out how to And the hair was no red flag people. for you. The hair was fine. It was it was a red flag. I do yeah. believe I texted you about that several yeah. times. Yes. Cause I think the hair is it distracts from his character. And then And I'm not talking about his character like he's a character on the show. I mean like his character, is, like his who core. He is. Yeah. yeah, I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it. They're in like, like the good place world. It? it like detracts points. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my god, you decided to become a doctor. That's amazing. That haircut neutralizes that choice one hundred percent. Yeah, no, we don't believe it now. And then later on, we're going to give you an even worse haircut at the start of season two, which is what I would describe as a a Hitler cut. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'd love for you to say more on that. Huh. Okay. <laughs> because as much time as has been spent in my life learning about and thinking about Hitler, and it is more than, you know, than I would want it to be. Sure. <laughs> Always <laughs> <by> choice. <laughs> it's just like any man of Hitler is like t- kind too of much. too much. Mm-hmm. But also in many people's views, also not enough. But his haircut is not something I, you know, the mustache is really, I don't know if you know this, but it's kind of the 
the Hitler takeaway. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. I see. We, I see why you would say that. Definitely. Um, I'd say for me, uh, the the haircut. It's it's a package deal. Oh, okay. For me, uh, if he didn't have the mustache, I'd still know who he was. I think. <laughs> I can't say it for sure. I've uh, never I've googled a picture. Never thought about it. Um, think about it now. I kind of don't want to. Okay, cool. <laughs> we can move on for sure. Uh, listen. Yeah. They tried. The point is, they tried. To jazz him up a little, Georgie. Yeah. And it didn't work. And then they go back to the the moppy hair pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And then they just slowly destroy his character. Yeah. I mean, what happens to George's... What happens to him literally is a tragedy, but what happens just kind of from in a more cosmic sense of what they they do to him, Mm -hmm. it's sad. I mean, he left... He T.R. Knight left the show because he was like, am I doing anything am I here? still on the show? And the answer is is like, no, no, not really. No. Yeah. But I think that the storyline with him and Izzy is just. That's um, that was a death sentence for me. Like one of them had to go and ultimately yeah. it was both. But like you can't serve. I don't know what made them think that we would buy that chemistry or that we would like that. I, I don't I don't know anyone that did like it. So, yeah. Well, so that's another thing that's really they try the, a few of those combos. Yeah. Well, even like George and Callie, like, you. OK, I remember you texted me when George and Callie got together and you were like, am I supposed to like her? And I and, you know, being on the other side of that, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, stick with Sarah like you will not regret it but they do kind of almost basically change her character completely completely oh man <laughs> she's like i've got a blunt bang i'm a rocker i live in the hospital and then later on she's like oh i've been cut off by my father because i have a massive trust fund and the thing about me is that i'm rich i'm like remember when you were living in the hospital because <laughs> you couldn't because because the only reason was you couldn't afford rent yeah, they really uh, rewrote her uh, quite abruptly. And then, you know, also it felt like George's character, the whole point with their relationship was to, they were trying to make him maybe the bad guy. Like they were trying different things with him constantly that just were never really mm. working. Yeah. I mean, so I loved George when I first watched it. And then when I rewatched it, for the first time, I was like, God, that's such a 2005 guy. <laughs> like, he's got, like, this shaggy mm. haircut. He's, like, a nice guy. Like, it's so clear to me that he's from the same era as Jim from The Office. Yeah. Like, they're so, they're so, like, related in, like, what what a nice girl, like, what a good girl would like, which is wild because the juxtaposition on Grey's is, like, George with... Patrick Dempsey and like all these people who are just like so overtly fuckable (laughs) and they're like but what we really love is George this short hero the short (laughs) hero yeah he's so nice I mean but but I do think that when I was watching it you know when I wasn't in 2007 I was like oh this character is like a trope is almost a little dated to me like I would never meet someone who pities themselves because a girl who they're in love with a girl who doesn't love him back. And I would never be like, now this is a guy I'm going to rally behind. But when you watch great, when I watched Grace for the first time, I was like, Oh my God, poor George. Right. So that means you grew up. Yeah. You grew out of it. And one weird, I think marker of having grown up is when I watched the episode where he and Meredith have sex. Oh, so I like watched it through my fingers. It was like one of the most, as someone who had never even kissed a boy yet at that period in time, I was like, oh, please let it not. <laughs> and be I never this. will because this is this is hell. Mm-hmm. This is absolute hell. And it still is hell when you rewatch it. But as an adult, you like understand a little bit more how everyone got to be in that situation. Although yeah. the voice it, when she cries is Meredith's cry voice. It's bad. Gets me. It's tough. It's a little tough. I I wonder if they tried to coach her out of it and just couldn't. It's it's almost um like a very bad cartoon. Yeah. Crying. I, mean, I, I can't even 
it's I like, like an like animal it, dying a little bit. I feel, I feel like I could try to do what what happens when she's having sex with George and doesn't want to be. She's like, <laughs> no, it's okay. Keep going. Like it felt. Yeah. Is that, is yeah. that actually perfect? <laughs> That's actually perfect. Is Let's that actually perfect? Lay it's, down that track. Let's play it again. I want to hear it again. <laughs> yeah. I actually can never hear myself make those sounds. <laughs> and, mm, mm, that mm-hmm. has to be left in, in yeah. behind me. Yeah. I mean, that scene definitely reminded me of guys I went to high school with. So it is very sort of of that time because it was like this. This thing where these guys you might not even know assume or know very well assume that like, oh, we're destined to be together. We love each other. And you're yeah. giving them no reason to think that. Well, and the thing that George says is he's like, I will never stop loving you. And when you're young, you're like, that's the perfect thing to be told. <laughs> and then when you're 28, you're like, oh, shit, she's going to have to eventually get a restraining order. That's a scary thing yeah, to say. Yeah, that's a scary thing to be and told. And we do not like that. Okay, so you liked George. I liked George. I loved Christina. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. She was the hero for me at first. Um, it's also funny, though, that in the first episode, she, like, rolls up on a motorcycle. That goes away Yeah, it makes me too. interested to see, like, what their original character descriptions were. Yeah. And, and how they changed. And, like, Sandra O oh came in for... Bailey, I think, initially. And you know Bailey was also of? supposed to be like a white blonde, like Barbie type. Wow. Which is so like impossible an Arizona vision. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it sort of reminds me of those uh, rumors where they're like when they were casting friends, it was all flip flopped. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Wait, is that, that true? Crazy. Yeah. There's like all these rumors are like, actually, um, you know, Courtney Cox went in for Rachel and, uh, and Jennifer Aniston went in for Monica. And could you imagine? <laughs> this is what my brain was thinking before you started talking. Ross was Rachel and Joey was Rachel and Chandler. Well, they were she wasn't all even Rachel. <laughs> they were all Rachel. I recently watched. Um, God, I started saying and now I just have to finish. I've mm-hmm. so. Though Grey's is like just like my number one all time favorite show. It's your person. It's my person. It is my person. It's your and person. I've said that. Yeah. I have said that. And I'm owning that. I've said that. And anyway, I love so that for you. But but I my new binge has been Criminal Minds, which if you I, haven't seen her talk about it on Twitter, folks, <laughs> head over there right now. Some oh good God. stuff. Good stuff. Because you know, at home they don't love when I talk about it constantly because I'm also just really commandeering the space in a way that that's not for anyone else but myself. But anyway, Paget Brewster <laughs> is an actor who plays Joey's. Well, she, she's a main. She's a main character. She's an agent on Criminal Minds. And I recently went back and watched. She had like a six episode arc on Friends, and I just went back and found her six episode arc and bravely watched that in isolation. And what did you learn? I learned that she did not age at all. And that she can pull off this like page boy haircut, which jealous. God bless. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, I don't know if I, that's a haircut. I want. She, yeah. But, but wouldn't it be nice to know that you could? Of course. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what I wouldn't give. Mm-hmm. But she has an Instagram. I became invested in her early career because I looked her up on Instagram. And the description of her on Instagram is something like, like, fingers and objects or something like that that's her or own like, bio and I was like what and every single picture on her Instagram is her, no people are in it it's her finger pointing to something else to an object <laughs> yeah to an object I, I'm not quoting wow. a celebrity having a novelty Instagram account it's is amazing and it's like been going on for years and but then I went to her Twitter god I'm really getting off subject can you imagine talking about a different television show that's not Grey's Anatomy on a Grey's podcast and listen they did a spinoff after two seasons for a character so true. I feel so like I can... you could get a spinoff here for this other yeah show. this is my last episode actually talking about Grey's can you believe that congratulations yeah I'm spinning off just onto something else that I watch um but <laughs> Nicole's um, Grey's Anatomy criminal minds yes bitch <laughs> that's me that's actually that is that encapsulates my entire well we have to fit CSI in there anyway okay Paget Brewster's we'll think on it. Twitter 
has like a pic has like pictures of her on it. And I'm like, wow, she really like, so she has pictures of her that she wants to share, but they can't go on Instagram because that doesn't, she's got her thing on there. Yeah. But then I went onto her Twitter and there's this photo of her with like a pixie cut and gray hair. And she, and you don't know what she looks like, but for anyone who does, you're like, she does, she what? And the description was like, I finally decided to chop off all my hair and stop dyeing it. Like now I wear a wig on criminal minds. I'm never, I'm no longer going to look 30 until I'm 70. Like, fuck you, Hollywood. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So I'll die for this woman. She's a real Juliana Margulies. So if we could actually spin off into my other favorite show. And I would love to spin off into, yes, yes. I would love to do that now. (laughs) (laughs) Which is another one I binged after a breakup. (laughs) Oh, because that's, that's many seasons, right? Not as many as Grey's, but it is many. It's like eight or nine. Yeah, something like that. And it's beautiful. Good yeah. show. Good show. Oh, yeah. But she wears a wig, right? Yeah. In every show she does. And and there's the motivation just that it's easier. She can, she has more so. freedom in her life. Yeah. I think she's just like, don't destroy my natural hair. Yeah. Please. Which I don't even know what it looks like at this point. So I can't say if she's... You know, right to say that. I want to say that her hair is really curly. Am I, I think wrong? that's right. Yeah. But I don't know. Have I, I honestly have I done it. a good enough job of keeping up on Juliana Margulies on her hair specifically? I can't tell you a thing about her. I will Google her hair mm-hmm. later. Oh yeah, we can look at that, and we'll definitely look at that. Definitely, hair yeah. is actually something I was thinking about the other day because sometimes in Grey's, you'll see one of the characters, like maybe Arizona or even Meredith, will have a little braid yeah. into a ponytail. That's and- definitely Meredith. Really gets into like. Um, crown like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and it's just it's funny to be like okay there's so many episodes of this show (laughs) and then it's like well how do you want to wear your hair today and it's like can you do a little braid and that (laughs) made me laugh just because I've been that person like can we do a braid (laughs) let's switch it up today yes I would love a a fishtail (laughs) yes a fishtail please yeah I I think that Meredith's bangs look is oh, probably right. my least favorite. You got to try. You always oh, got to try. And no one could blame her for trying. But if I were to say my least favorite, it would be the bangs look. Well, now I can't remember specifically when the bangs were, but maybe bangs were a choice because when women go through some sort of trauma, they generally mm. are like, should I get bangs now? That's so true. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, could it have been after the shooting or the plane crash or frankly, the other plane crash or, or the boat crash or the, or the boat crash or the almost drowning. Mm-hmm. I think she gets bangs. Or her mom. Or... I think bangs are like a season nine thing. They're a late. Yeah, they're change. late. Because so, then, yeah, now she's sort of growing them out. Yeah. She's in that phase. Yeah. So you liked Meredith from the beginning. Did yeah. you like her because of like the dark and twisty thing that is like that she self-brands with in the beginning of the <laughs> yes, season. Yes, I love her self And I love when a character brands themselves by just mm-hmm. describing themselves or showing us through their actions who they are. Not <laughs> anything is branding. It's just, it works for me. Yeah. It really oh, yeah. works for me. No, I, I, listen, Nicole, I get why she's Meredith Grey. She's a good actor. She's, she's interesting so to watch. She really is uh, great on, so great on the show. So I, I was obviously drawn to her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love her. Yeah. My first, my experience when I was watching the show for the first time was that I didn't like her. And then I loved, I mean, I think I've told you this. I loved the storyline where she goes through therapy. Yes. You, you were excited about that one for me for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Did that, did you like that? Did you like that as much as I did? (laughs) I, you know what I did because it was, you know, this sort of correlates with my own therapy journey yeah. and how it just sort of breaks you open in these crazy ways. And yeah. it was nice to watch a character go through that because often therapy in TV shows isn't like that. Yes. It's like you go to one and then they're like, aha, I figured it out. And yeah. then they're all set. Oh, I got weird feelings about my dad. And now I'm free. <laughs> well, time to go marry a man now. Yeah. Oh, my dad's there. Yeah. Well, she qu- she tries to quit therapy a lot of times too, which I liked. <laughs> yeah. And then she always sort of ends up storming in and while someone and Erica else is having, Hahn a is having a session. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And so. then you're just like, wow, they all go to therapy. And honestly, that as dumb as that might sound, 
Seeing how many characters on Grey's Anatomy were going to the same therapist and didn't even know it, I was like, oh, therapy is now destigmatized for me. Well, that did it. <laughs> so if anybody's wondering or scared to go to therapy, watch Grey's. It'll really help. Yeah, really but you will. do have to stick around until season four, five. Yeah, it's a trap. So it's, it's a good, it's a nice, good, nice trap. Good, nice trap. Good, nice trap. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> do you like Izzy? Did I did like, like Izzy. Izzy. I, I'm trying to think who I didn't like. Right. I guess, you know, they want you to not like Alex. Yeah. They they write he him is like that. Really an a- they do write him as kind of an unrepentant asshole for a while. For sure. And even he does some really mean things. Yeah, like when he prints out all the pictures of Izzy. Yeah. And he just like l- lies a lot at the beginning. He does. I love the episode with Lexi, where Lexi accidentally reads all of their um, their files and she has the photographic memory and she oh, realizes that he lied about having testicular cancer and it's just like never come up because why would it? But <laughs> but like you somehow have to factor that in back like six years and you're like, oh <laughs> shit. Alex. So when he got there, he was pretending he had one ball. And then obviously that couldn't have gone very far because he sleeps with so many people. Yeah. It was just a tactic to get in because he had to be scrappy and get ahead. Can I tell you something that's like, I guess, technically a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler? Even past season 11? It's in season 15. Oh, it's a new spoiler. Olivia comes back for like an episode. Whoa. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> I know. See, I was this like, is what I'm talking about. Shonda, she doesn't leave she anything knows people. behind. Yeah. Well, It is kind of incredible when you're watching Grey's and you're seeing people who are on for guest spots who then become main characters in other Shondaland shows. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that. It really gives you this, I'm going to say false belief that you can do like a performance well enough on like a, on a guest spot that someone then one day notices and gives you your own show. Hey, I'm going to make this guy lead on Scandal. (laughs) Perfect. Yes, perfect. Like There's Bellamy Young is a very small part, like as a patient or patient's Remind wife or something. Remind me who that is. Me bad. Bellamy Young is on Scandal. She's Fitz's wife. Oh, that's her name. Yes. I have never known her name. I, she, and I hate to do this, but I can't not say <laughs> that she also plays the girlfriend of a of one of the main characters on Criminal Minds. Oh, here we are again. <laughs> I Nicole's know. Nicole's Criminal Minds. It's so hard. But it's also really encouraging in the way that like when you fall in love with someone else after you've fallen in love with someone for the first time, it's really encouraging to know that I can watch a different show that is has as long of a run as Grey's. It's really, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, Grey's is, it is a relationship. Yes. And it, it does, I am, you know, I am sensing the end, but. Yeah, so do you feel like the, like, what are your perceived dips in quality for you? Because mm-hmm. when you're watching it just one week at a time for years, I think it's easier to be a little judgmental because an episode is all you have for that week. Whereas like when you're binging something, it's just a blip on the radar if an episode seems bad to you. And you watch so many in a row sometimes that you just really can't remember what <laughs> happened at all. And that's something I'm going through right now. Yeah. Sometimes oh, it just goes boy. through you like water. Yeah. It does. And I, you know what I noticed too is they all have, all the episodes have this voiceover narration. And I realized- They really start running out of framing devices. Well, the thing is, I was like, I don't fucking listen to these. <laughs> I, I totally I, know what you mean. I though. tune in sometimes, and then all of a sudden, it's like Meredith being like, "And well, sometimes you just can't help yourself." And then the music plays, and I'm like, "What? Help Wait, yourself, with what? yourself with what?" <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I have noticed, and I don't know if it always used to be this way, but clearly they record it in VO, and then they just chop it up to to eke it out so that it fits the whole scene. Chop it up, they eke it out. So. <laughs> That's actually a bit of an industry term. You chop it up to eke it out. I can confirm. (laughs) But like it, it also, you lose track of sentences because there are pauses at really unnatural parts and sentences. So especially in the conclusion ones, she'll be like, so sometimes it's the only thing you can. (laughs) Boat crash, hospital thing, this, that. (laughs) It's the only thing you know. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, (laughs) 
when did the sentence start? I don't know if I was there. Don't think I'll and rewind you were to there. find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, time's, <laughs> time's too limited. Time's too limited. Must start next episode. Yeah, must, must, must. Must go, must go. Yeah. Well, dips in quality, you know, I feel like when I watch TV, I do this thing where I am just so enveloped by every part of it that I forget to have like an observant mind on what's you know, as someone who you're not watching writes, it as a critic. Or, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not watching as a critic. I'm watching as someone from a hospital bed, just watching all the action happen. And I just am there and I I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, busting in on somebody's private life, but I'm in. I'm all in. And so sometimes I don't notice these things until, you know, I, I stop and think about it. Right. But then there's moments when something happens or there's a weird character that you're like, ew, I don't like this. Yes. And they're very, very obvious. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think the first time that I was like, what's happening to my beloved show was when Izzy was fucking the Denny, Denny ghost. ghost. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I did write that down as something I wanted to discuss because. Oh, yes. Um, what and <laughs> why? <laughs> okay. So something I've wondered for a really long time is, did they know the whole time that she was that that's the what- Denny ghost? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. I mean, yes. yes. But what I was going to, but what I meant was, did they know the whole time that the reason why she was fucking the Denny ghost was that she was hallucinating him because she had a tumor? Because when you rewatch it, as once again, I have done several times, it, she's so freaked out by it. The, the, Does the, it work for you when you rewatch it does because you move past you move through it really quickly. When mm. I was watching it, it first of all, it felt like it took forever. When you rewatch it, it's only like six or so episodes. It feels like a half of a season. Yeah. I mean, and it might be more than six, but when you're watching it, you're like, oh, Will this so ever weird my end? whole life? Yeah. <laughs> my entire life since the day I was born, she's been fucking Denny's ghost and 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 why? And why? Because when he first shows up, the reason why I think that they may have known the whole time is when he, he first shows up, she's like, this can't be happening. This makes no sense. And she really like actively rejects it and tells him to go away. And then, and then he's, you, you he know pop, what I mean? He's like, popping in. Right. Like she has the reaction I think she's supposed to have, which is she, she knows she's crazy for seeing this. Right. But then at a certain point, and I, you know, it's a problem that I, I think it's a problem that I can't (laughs) explain the justification where she's like, okay, I guess I'll just fuck the ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the ghost isn't going anywhere. I guess I'm just going to. And there's a moment, folks, where she literally says the line, "Eh, okay, I guess I'll fuck the ghost. Okay. (laughs) You win. And then you're like, oh, Emmy. Yes. Emmy. Award-winning scene. Not really. No, uh, no. Well, she withdrew her name from consideration because she felt like the writing wasn't worthy. Another thing that as an adult, as a teenager, I was like, well, if the writing's not good, it's not good. Good for her for sticking up for herself. And as an adult <laughs> who's a TV writer, I'm like, that is horrifying. She really threw him under the bus. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that whole series of episodes will never, ever be as bad as the musical episode. The only Grey's episode that I've never rewatched. Because wow. what do I want? What do I have, a death wish? You're I not going to take gonna, anything away. Like, no. do, who am I proving that I love this? Sh- like, who's going to doubt that I love that show enough? I have to I have to hurt myself. I don't believe you, Nicole. To prove- I want to watch you watch the musical episode I love Grey's, but more than Grey's, I love me. <laughs> I love me more than I love Grace, which so, is why I will not be rewatching the it's musical It's self-care episode. to not watch the musical episode. Really. When you texted me and saying saying that you were there, I felt the room spin. Or I mean, I felt wow. I felt sick. <laughs> it felt like knowing that someone was in trouble <laughs> and that you could do nothing to save them. And you know, at first I was like, no, 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 Nicole, I'm fine. It's going to be yeah, fun for me. You were me. like, wow, I, I fucking I love, love musicals. <laughs> I love this. You were like, I love seeing who's singing and who isn't. And then- and correct me if I'm wrong. You did fast forward, right? A hundred percent. Oh, I made it five minutes. I was like, this is great. This is so stupid. I love this stupid. This stupid episode is for me. And then they get into this one song that it's like oh, kind me. of like this Donnie and Marie Grease 
back and forth. Like, oh, you got me, I got you. And we're running around the hospital and we're all fucking each other, but it's fun. And I was like, oh, we can't watch this. And I fast forwarded, maybe even just stopped watching it altogether. Uh-huh. I, I don't remember because I have repressed the memory. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Then I did spend a good hour researching which of them are in bands now. And I, which is most I was so blessed to to benefit from that research because oh that was that was new information for you I forgot I had no idea that Jason Kidd uh, yeah in a band oh, Owen Kidd who or yeah. as I like to call <laughs> I like to call him Owen Kidd Owen Kidd that confused me I yeah. said is that his real name no but no. It, his first name is not Jason is right it, it's um uh, it's um Eric no Mark. it's um Dorson oh he's Scottish or I no he's Scottish he's um. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin McKid. McKid. Wow, I yeah. left out a few syllables. I like, we to call, enough. I like to call him either <laughs> Owen Kidd or Kevin Hunt because I do believe he is his character. Okay, I do also, but, he, but I want to call him I want to call him the mouth. That's what I'm going to call him. Um, expand on that. Okay. Um well, uh for a long time, all you can really look at is his mouth because he's always using it to eat Christina Yang. <laughs> Yeah, fully just the way that he kisses. He does it so confidently that it makes me think I've been doing it wrong. Absolutely, he's so sure that you're supposed to use that much of your mouth and that I'm like your upper body, uh, right? Also, yeah. I mean, to me, it's like a lot of arms and hands. You know, when people are like, you only use you know ten percent of your brain. I think I've only been using ten percent of my mouth. According to what he's capable of, which is our great whores. I great. can't. <laughs> yes. Great many. Great many. A great many whores. And I, f- I feel like for a while when he first started kissing her, mm-hmm. um, every time they kissed, my it was a guttural reaction of like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Did you ever like that relationship? That's a great question. I, <laughs> this is going to sound like such a mom thing to say, like, I liked seeing Christina happy. That's why I was, was going to say. <laughs> like, I wanted to support my friend Christina Yang. Mm-hmm. And if that's what makes her happy, that's all, all I care about. <laughs> uh, and for a while, it seems like it did. So, <laughs> but his character in general, I don't love. Yeah. I mean, which means I probably don't like him because you're right. It's He is interchangeable. Although Owen Hunt as a character probably doesn't use as many emoticons in his Instagram captions. And they are not emojis. They are emoticons. Emoticons. Yeah. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he does. Dots, little Maybe lines. in Scotland they just don't have emojis yet. I'm going to counter and say they fully do <laughs> and he is at fault. <laughs> okay. Interesting. He'll He'll write something and have exclamation points and then put in a smiley face and then add like more punctuation. And it really makes you wonder why, (laughs) why and how and who, who let this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You okay. Are you typing in the dark? That would maybe (laughs) describe it. Phones famously do not work in the dark. They don't. They fall apart. It's too bad. You really can't see a thing. Yeah. Kind of like how computers don't work if they're not connected to Wi-Fi. They just don't turn on. <laughs> they can't. And what would be the point? No point. So who are your favorite characters now where you're at in season, halfway through season 11? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, Christina, okay, so Christina has just left. left. And the show really does feel different. It's a total, yeah, I know. Because it really is like the central relationship. Yes. And then Derek was also gone for a little bit. So there was this like. Is he in? DC right now? He's just gotten back. I, I'm just, I, there's a big spoiler here. Oh, you know, for people um, that are not Nicole. Uh, <laughs> but I, there are um, more of us than you know. They're well, I hope to meet all of you one day. <laughs> You're all invited to my wedding <laughs> to give a toast to me and my favorite show, the show I'm getting married to. Sometimes I feel so upset and then I remember that. There are millions of people who are caught up on Grey's Anatomy, and I know and not four even, of them. Not and that's caught up. crazy. Yeah. There are some of them that are caught up and have Etsy stores with Grey's merch. Yeah, we should get to that in a second. Wait, but tell me. Okay, so, okay. okay so, the- so I am I am at the episode before Derek dies. That's 11? I thought that's 12. Well, maybe I'm in 12 then. I'm wherever oh, shit. he walks out the door and it's in slow motion. And you go, oh, well, he, that guy's dead now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always know. She always gives you a slow motion like, Okay, wait. So has he made um, any confessions about anything that happened in, in DC? DC? Yes. Okay. He has. And I was a little angry about that because he does come back and he says he doesn't. There's something happens and he does not bring it up. And Meredith, because oh, we see know. it in a flashback. Yeah, Meredith is like has that little monologue where she's like, you know, those people that you just hate because everything is perfect. I'm that person. I'm so blessed. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, girl. I don't think you would be saying that. I, if you knew, I think that season. I mean, there's no way for us to know except for this computer that's in front of me. I think that's season twelve. Wow, am I on season twelve and I didn't even know it? Can you imagine? No, it's season 11. It's okay. season 11. I guess what I was thinking of is that season 12 is is the first Derekless season. I see, I see, I see. And that's the excuse I'm going with of and why I'm we're gonna, wrong. We're gonna, Nicole, I can't just be wrong. We let it slide. You're getting me? Yeah. <laughs> You're getting me wrong? Never. Besides about everything? <laughs> no, this no, is no, my no, safe no, space. No, no, no. Um, wow. I can't. I can't tell you what a people also ask question from Google is, but it's really stupid. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to hear about it later. Oh my God. I'll tell you in what a week, something like that. What the week? Yeah, actually, actually later tonight, I'm going to go pretty far. I'm working from home tomorrow and we're going to really slam through it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to let me know what you think about, about the Derek death episode. I, I will. I knew too much about how difficult it had, like that, like what Patrick Dempsey's life was like. Like, did you know that part of the reason why he wasn't in a lot of episodes is because he had gone part time to race cars? That's the he, dumbest thing I've ever yes, heard. He like put, like had in his contract like I can only work so many days a week because I gotta race my cars. Wow, he was going through a midlife crisis. Yeah, maybe he also got got divorced around this time. There okay. was quite a lot going on. So he basically that was his getting bangs. Mm. Was the racing cars so beautiful and poetic and sad? Yes, I did laugh with the, with the whole DC thing. Yeah, they mentioned Obama once. In yes, it, and I was like, oh, a real person that you're mentioning, right? And it also is the first time that it really solidifies that it's not in the same universe as Scandal. Yeah, which is. Uh, Considering that Scandal and um, How to Get Away with Murder had a crossover episode, you're like, okay, so Grey's is a different thing. So in Scandal, there isn't a hospital that has all of the best doctors in the world who keep dying. Good to know. And far away, too. And far away from them. It's it's so far that it's in a different galaxy. (laughs) Different Shonda galaxy. Different different Shonda Well, okay. Back to your original question, which is who me like right now. Yeah, who you like. Uh, I would... Okay, so Christina, big hole in my heart. Yeah, right. Definitely. Um, I honestly walk away right now. I'd say Callie is one of my favorite characters. Wow, how far you've come! I love Callie. I love Callie, and I love Arizona. There are so many moments. I, there are a lot of episodes towards the beginning of season eleven, end of ten. I guess once Christina leaves and she pops her head back in, she goes, "He is not the sun." You are. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the theme of a lot of people's transitions out of their relationships. And I was like, I like this for everyone. Yeah. The first time I heard it, when I watched the episode for the first time, I was like, oh, that's so cheesy. But I actually love it. <laughs> Sexually but tattooed I actually love on it. I my no, and I, have, and I, I also have it. no notes. <laughs> Should we talk about Gray's tattoos now? Or oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it is so hard to find Gray's merchandise by just artisanal fans on Etsy. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get something for my office. How hard could it fucking be? And you know what I had to get? A copy of a signed photo from the original cast. A copy. It comes in a plastic sleeve. It's up on my bulletin board. But that's the best I could do. It's not the point. Yeah. It's Mm. like everything is like a heart with like a heart monitor, like thing through it that a says a ring engraved with you're my person yeah a lot of that it's like where's the nuance you know there's none and maybe there's an open market for this now you know a bespoke gray's line <laughs> of jewelry yeah. could be interesting you know a little necklace is it so hard to ask it's so hard to give me 
an embroidered tapestry of Sandra O's face and body or just an embroidered tapestry of um like a really good quote where she says something devastating and by she I mean Christina Yang but course, also could be Meredith well uh, there's a well, lot of be extraordinary merch Ugh. right and yeah. that for me you know Ellis Gray that moment was intense mm-hmm. it didn't stick stick for me they you know, they try and use it a few times and I'm sort of like it sticks uh. in retrospect for me when she is in therapy as we know one of my favorite plots and <laughs> sure, she goes sure, sure. he wasn't talking about surgery <laughs> she wasn't talking about surgery at all that part <laughs> is a favorite with that classic yeah. Meredith Grey smile yeah oh, god I miss her she was so thin when that show started Oh, I think I one of the first things I texted Medically you thin, was pictures yeah. of her in jeans because I was like, they should stop putting her in jeans, maybe. Because no pair of jeans was small enough. No, You couldn't truly. find one. Yeah. They weren't looking in the right places. <laughs> you know, go to- You could have helped. You could have made her jeans from scratch. I don't know. That's true. That's true. And they should be held accountable for that. I yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like Kepner? You know, this I'm going to ask great every question. guest this. Do you because, like April Kepner? Yeah. Yes. I like her. I know you're going to be I, mad at me. Ju- no, I'm not no. mad. I just like don't understand why people don't see what I see, which is that she sucks. I don't think here's here's the difference. Okay. I don't think if I were, let's say, staffed at Seattle Grace slash Grace Sloan, I would not be friends with her. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I if you it, were, we wouldn't be friends. Exactly. And I wouldn't be here recording this <laughs> podcast about our friends who work at the hospital right now. <laughs> right. And, and I can acknowledge that she sucks in a context like that. Yeah. And I think how oh, I wouldn't be able to stand her. But watching her arc, I th- I like how they wrote her into who she is towards it the took, later yeah. end of the series. I think that it's rude. That she doesn't start off as a redhead. She doesn't start off as she has brown she hair. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's a funny thing that they do. I feel like a lot of TV shows do this when someone's a redhead. That when you see their family, they're like, and they're all redheads, <laughs> which is never the case in real life, is it? And I honestly, I hate to do this again, but I was watching this Criminal Minds episode that made me laugh out loud so hard because you think that someone might be a child molester mm-hmm. or some, something like that. Okay. Like you you think that a child is in danger or maybe that the child's been kidnapped. But the way that they convey that it's his own child is he is Asian and the wife is a redhead. So the child is an Asian redhead, <laughs> oh. which is like not like there are that doesn't that doesn't that's not happen. how science works. But science tends to not work that way. Right. And it's so clear how they were like, we need to be able to show that it's these two characters they had a sex child. and then they make and, this. And then they, you know, one plus one is two. two. And it's this kid. And it's this kid with like very obviously dyed red hair mm-hmm. being like, wow, daddy, can we have pancakes? <laughs> like, oh my God, this is tough. <laughs> this is, this is tough. And yet I will, I won't Never stop watching stop. the show until, Never stop. until And will you start over? over? Will you watch again? I don't know. I probably not, but I don't, I don't think it has the rewatch. Now, value you, for me because char- are the characters on that show as lovable as Grace? Yeah. Well, you, you know what I really them? like and what I feel like I connect with them about? They're all really serious mm. about their jobs. On Criminal Minds. Yeah, on Criminal Minds. Okay. They're all like they don't. Jennifer Love Hewitt is was just in the season that I, I just watched. And apparently she was really, really hated by fans at the time, which is too bad because I think that she's great. But I could see why people didn't like her because she she like cracks jokes and has like a sensibility. I mean, we not to bring it to the here. other show that we brought up, but it's like it's the Chandler thing. Like Chandler is such a weird character because he's funny to his friends and he's funny to us, so, supposedly. So like when he cracks a joke, it's working on two levels it's like he's making his friends on the screen laugh and we're also supposed Which to think is it's rare. funny and it's really rare and mm-hmm. it's really weird to watch character funny laugh. guy like make his friends laugh and then you see shots of like them laughing and you're also supposed to be laughing it's very weird yeah and I agree. 
Jennifer Love Hewitt has this, like, she's kind of like a sarcastic, glib character who cracks jokes. And the characters who, honestly, some of them have never smiled on the entire show, then are, like, smiling because she cracked a joke. And it just doesn't really fit with the world. But I kind of love that about the show. I love that it's just about people solving crimes. And that's it. It's simple. But the forums were like, we don't do that here. Yeah, I mean, apparently people chat rooms lit up. Hated her, okay. and she left because she was because she was pregnant. But it, but I don't know if that's actually why. She, I, I wonder if it was kind of like, okay, well, fans hate me, and I'm having a baby, so why would I put myself? It's stressful, this? and I'm this done. Sucks. You know, not to um, <laughs> brag, uh, but uh, in middle school, someone did tell me that I sort of looked like Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's huge, and they were wrong, but it felt good. <laughs> At the moment, yeah. I don't think they were wrong. I mean, I've never seen you in middle school, but that feels spiritually correct to me. Maybe it's the chin. I I could see it in the chin. That's about it. Okay. We'll look at pictures later. Yeah, and we will. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't like Kepner because she's really whiny. Mm-hmm, she is, yeah. And she gets Derek shot. And as much as she expects people to understand her perspective— she does not listen to other people's perspectives. She's kind of inflexible, yeah. Yes. Pat Regan famously loves Kepner. Loves Kepner. From the beginning. From the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, that's his cross to bear. I don't know. He's unique in that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so you yeah, you like Kepner. I, I do. I, you feel the loss of, of Yang. I do. Th- I really like Jackson. Yeah, okay. I think he's a fun guy. I... Who's, he's really bland until his grandpa comes and he and they're like and he has a conversation a with fire. Yeah, a little fire, a little yeah, bit of a yeah, yeah. little spice. You say, Oh, I see who this guy is. And then he introduces grandpa Harper Avery, of course, of course to and they his all friends. Go, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I see the, why you're here. Mr. Harper Avery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a that was a nice dynamic for him to fight against for yeah. future seasons. But I also I think I like him. And Kepner together mm. and separately. I, I like her with him. I don't like her with without, Matthew. With oh. Matthew, yeah. Maybe with the that's Christian part of it. EMT. Yes. Who did the flash mob proposal? That really cements it in time, don't you think? Wow. To yeah. have to watch a flash mob proposal and, and know that you're supposed to think, oh wow. Wow. He really He's done I it. love these things. And it's perfect. And this is what I want my proposal to be. Oh, good for Kepner. She landed a good one. We're slow clapping over here, yeah. folks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we don't live in that world anymore. No. That world is actually gone. And, and in that way, it's good that it's never coming back. Dead and gone. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting how many reinventions Grace has gone through. And you just... Part of it's, I think, a survival instinct, but you do find new people to love. You do, and I it, the show is great in that way. Do you like Joe? Joe, I am back and forth on. I'm I ambivalent. Liked yeah, I just... her more in the beginning than I do now, because she sort of seems now in service to Alex. Yeah, and his plots, which sucks. In the beginning, she was not. I think one really key thing about her is that the actress who plays her is British. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it, they did it again. They got me. They're always getting me with that stuff. She has a good accent, I think. She's really good. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Oh, man, I didn't freaking know. So one thing that I am sure will be talked about on a future episode, but something I really am excited for you to see is as people start kind of falling off and it really becomes Ellen Pompeo's world and it really becomes her world kind of the moment that Patrick Dempsey leaves the show because then she's really the linchpin. Plots and scenes start being dictated by who she personally is friends and wants to spend time with. And Her I'm, as in the actor, yes, Ellen. Ellen, like who Ellen likes. And you really start to see who the friend groups, because one thing that is like the magic of TV that's so weird to me is they aren't all at work at the same day. Like you just film scenes with who you film scenes with. So if you never do surgeries with another actor, like in the script, you don't know. You, it's basically like you don't even work on the same show. And you think, and you start seeing kind of strange combinations and some natural combinations that you used to see all the time kind of start petering out. And you're like, oh, Ellen Pompeo does not like Sarah Drew. 
And who is Sarah Drew? Kepner. Ah. I don't think I do not think they're friends. But well, that Camilla Levington, who plays um, Joe, she and Ellen are close, and they start doing a lot of stuff together. Wow, that's gonna. I'm, I'm excited so excited for, for that. yeah. I'm so excited for you. Really to- coming into my own this month, I think with seasons yeah. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> well, it sounds like a lot more work now when I count it out like that. Uh, but I'm gonna get through. I'm gonna. I'm gonna power through. Do you want to play these two little games that I came up with? I would like to play the little okay. games. Okay. It's like the sparkle pager game. Oh my God. Remember that? Yes. That happened for I, two episodes and then went away. Yeah. I know. It's like we never had heard of the sparkle pager before and never hear of it again. They're like, oh, this is legendary sparkle pager. And then it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Okay. Same thing with, I mean, they're God. I wonder if this podcast will have a thousand episodes because I have so many opinions, but <laughs> ultimately <laughs> I would say that the other thing that's really weird is how chief resident is treated. Like chief resident means a million different things depending on like who wants to be it or is it at the time. And honestly, also chief. They still treat <laughs> oh baby Dr. Weber like he chief the whole time. Okay, so here's what the game is called. The game is called Dance It Out. What's going to happen is I'm going to play a song. So one thing that's interesting for as all of us who are listening know <laughs> is that Grey's soundtracks were like kind of, it was like the OC. It like was an iconic, iconic soundtracks that like launched songs into popularity. And it doesn't do that at all anymore. But there are songs I think that are super linked in my mind to certain moments on the show. So what I want to do is play a song that I consider to be an iconic Grey's song. See if you can remember what scene it's from and then we'll play the scene to confirm. Okay. All that I know is I'm breathing now. God, I'm already getting emotional just thinking about it. It's beautiful. Does it, is it ringing a bell to you? It, you know, I had two thoughts in my mind and now it just came rushing back what I, I think it is okay <laughs> what do you think it is I had to close my eyes and yeah. really just feel it is this okay my first guess is this when George dies no 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 Mm-mm. earlier earlier yeah oh my god this game is perfect oh, I did okay <laughs> okay can I ask for a hint I get yeah yeah yeah. Uh Okay, is it a happy or a sad moment? Oh, that's a bad hint question because the answer is um, both. Both. Yeah. Is this when they're carrying Izzy in the prom dress? Oh my god! After that. After that. (laughs) Oh no! So so, uh, here's the hint I'll give you: free, free. The feeling of freedom. Okay. Is this when she decides to drown? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, I'm I'm freaking failing at it. That's Uh, even, that's actually even before Izzy is carried in the prom dress. I think. No, No, it's it's not. not, You're right. That's after. That's after. This is, okay. Here's your next clue. Okay. Season three finale. Season three finale. You know, what's so funny is before I got here, I was like, I'm going to read through all the Wikipedia pages and remind myself. And I got to season two and then stopped reading. I mean, that sounds like hell. (laughs) The descriptions are so funny. It's like, Alex does a surgery. (laughs) Meredith doesn't like that he did the surgery. They all go get breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) They go to Joe's. Other doctors are there. They do a kiss. And then they say, ooh, they kiss. It's the season three finale when Christina comes back to the apartment after she has... The wedding has been called off. They've left each other at the altar. <laughs> and and she comes back and she finds the empty apartment. Beautifully. Right. And that's, she's just standing there and, and then Merit, her person is there. For yeah. Her. And that's, it's perfect. Yeah. It's, oh God, it's so, it's so good. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, I'll play the scene. Okay. Just play it. All we can do is keep Here she is. Here she is. That is, you're right. That's it. He's gone. He's gone. 
I don't think he's gone. Uh, his stuff is no. still here. His trumpet was here. Oh. Trumpet. His entire Eugene Vogue collection. Finals and CDs. His grandmother's picture was by the bed. He likes jazz, specific, specific. His luckiest scrub cap was hanging on the door. Ooh, and it's coming to a climax, baby. The song. <laughs> and the scene. He's gone. I'm... I'm free. God. Wow. And to think that if Isaiah Washington hadn't called T.R. Knight a gay slur, we would never have gotten this scene. The whole world would have been different. I think had he stayed on, she would have maybe left earlier. You think so? Maybe. Because that relationship to me was not sustainable. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny. Now looking back at that scene, I am like, that's such a an amazing moment. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, the sad stuff is the big ones, you yeah. know. But that really is like a shift for her character that is so cool and important. Yeah. Oh, you know what a question I've been meaning to ask you? <laughs> Did you cry when she held the fish? Yes. <laughs> Oh, did I cry when she held the fish? I can cry thinking about her holding the fish. Yes. Yeah. And oh, that whole, I mean, I feel like there's a, there's quite a few times in the show where they're like, okay, something terrible happens to her. And then she just can't function for months after. And that's how she reacts. And they really use that. And this time when she comes out of it is just. I oh, mean, God. it lasts unreal. forever. I mean, she really it's is unbearable. not operating for like so many episodes and you really feel like, oh, my God, what can we do to get her back? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I when I didn't really understand the seasons and the arcs and I was like, is this where she leaves? I just really oh, couldn't tell. Absolutely. Because she's so, so traumatized. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. OK, I have one last. It's not really a game, but it's. It's one last thing to do. Okay. So anyone who loves Shonda in general, but especially Grays, knows that the a pillar of a Grey's Anatomy episode is a speech of some sort. It's a emotional declaration, typically, where there's a thesis, which is one line that is it starts in and ends with and sometimes is repeated in the middle. And I think that Grace fans deserve the opportunity to do their own Shondalog. Shondalog. Get to know that term. Get to know it, baby. So this is this is a Shondalog, and um, we'll each do one. Okay. It can I be like about that. something that's happening in your actual life right now, or it can be you can really like step into a character in order to perform it. The only the only rule is that you gotta have that line. That line that you start. And the thesis. The thesis. The thesis, damn yeah. it. Okay. Let's see if this song, this this song is called Never Listen and just feels like this has got to be. Okay. And then you're going to let it inspire yeah. your Shondalog. Oh, my God. Oh, I turned down the volume. Yeah, this is a grace. I didn't used to be this way. I used to go to the post office. I used to go to the grocery store. I used to go to the subway station and I would just walk down the stairs. I didn't used to be this way. I would just live my life thinking that I had met all the people that I needed to meet and that I did all the things that I needed to do. And that was me. And then you showed up. I didn't used to be this way. And now I don't know how to be the way that I used to be again. And I can never be like that. And you did that. I didn't used to be this way. That's my Shondalog. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. There are tears in your eyes. I was doing it. I was like, am I plagiarizing? But the thing is, is there have been so many on Grey's. It's like it's impossible not to evoke something that has Truly impossible not to evoke is a great way to put it. And that, you know what, that reminds me of that monologue that is one of the like, I used to dance in my underwear. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Shondalogs, yeah. Yeah, that's a Cali 
That's a good that's Cali, a Cali classic. And that's yeah. actually something that she makes that observation that you also can make being like, God, this character used to just dance in her underwear. She says it a thousand times yeah. in about one episode and it, it was <laughs> too much. And I will say that. Should I find a song for you? Yeah. I, okay. th- I think just play it and we'll I'm see just, what happens. Okay. If the song, you can veto songs. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. No, you can't veto this one. It's good. I do not belong to you. No matter how long we've known each other, no matter how close we are, no matter how much I love you, I do not belong to you. Do you understand that? You look at me with those eyes, with that smile, and yeah, I want to belong to you. I do. I've wanted to belong to you forever, but now I do not belong to you, no. No, and I never will. And that's something that you're going to have to get used to, something you're going to have to live with, sleep with, just like I do. Okay? I need you to walk away right now, because if you don't, I won't. And then I will belong to you. And I can't. I can't. So walk away. For us, for me, for you, for us, please walk away. Because I do not belong to you. Oh my mm. God. Oh. Oh, wow. Sam. It feels really good. Yeah. That should be in the show. <laughs> that <laughs> was the best thing I've ever heard. Wow. Thank you so much. <sighs> I can't even tell you how happy I am that you did this, that. But it seems like this episode could have gone on for eight hours. Hard yeah. to say. Hard to say. I hope I can come back oh at, my God. when I'm finished my journey and we can yes, talk about that. Absolutely. Um, in the meantime, where can people find you? You know, listen, Nicole, they can find me <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> on the what? On the internet. I-N-T-E-R-N-E-T. Did I spell right? <laughs> oh, no. That's something that genuinely uh, is not in Grey's Anatomy. So you can understand that's why. That's true. I, they get the internet on iPads for an episode and they're like, how it work? Um, <laughs> you can find me at samreese.com uh, uh, or girlswithbrownhair.com. We perform all over the place. You know, you know. Other places, caveat, not UCB anymore. Don't ask because we won't do it. Just kidding. We will. We absolutely will. Okay. Uh, And uh, I'll see you on the internet. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you again. And (laughs) thank you for having me. Yeah. Woohoo. We love Grey's Anatomy. So we love Grey's Anatomy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.